Hello and welcome everybody to episode number nine of the Indie Game X podcast. Can't actually believe we're on episode number nine already, but here we are. Um, it's gone super fast and I've been overwhelmed with how many responses I've had uh, to appear on the podcast, um, the downloads of the show. It's all been fantastic. So thank you everybody for the support that you've given me. Um, it's been fantastic. Uh, this episode we have we're going to be talking to Esther from Resistance Studio and their game is Pushy and Pulley in Blockland. Um, I streamed this game last night and I had great fun so I wanted to get this episode out as quick as I could because the, the release date of this game is coming up pretty soon so I just wanted to get this episode out um, I had a great chat with Esther um, I think you'll really enjoy this episode um, as I say every week because so far i've been very lucky with how wonderful all the devs have been that have come on the show so thank you to everybody so far um, and again this week just again great quality from the dev so listening um i do want to apologize for some weird audio issues that i had towards the end of the towards the end of the interview it was only on my side i don't know what was going on so if you hear some weird robotic voices then uh, that is just me but i didn't want to cut any of uh, Esther's talking out so I left I had to leave a little bit of, of my weird voice in there otherwise it wouldn't have made sense so apologies for that I'll try and make sure I do a, a better job of getting a second copy of the uh, recording next time so here we go we'll jump straight into the interview and I'll see you on the other side okay welcome to the show Esther how are you doing ah fine and you how are you doing I am wonderful cool I know that's good, isn't it? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So uh, again, like, brilliant to have you on. Um, I'm actually really excited to talk to you because I spent two and a half hours of my life yesterday evening. You lost. Your... <laughs> you lost two and a half hours of your life <laughs> streaming your game. And oh my, what what a game you have! Um, so let's just jump straight in. So first of all, tell us exactly who you are and tell us about your game. So, yeah, well, my name is Esther. Um, I'm the founder and also the developer of, uh, of uh, Pushy and Pulley in Blockland, the game that you lost two and a half hours on. <laughs> <laughs> the nightmare that you were. <laughs> yes. Now, just the overall story of the game. So where, where have you come up with the idea for the game? Because it is a very classic style gameplay, isn't it? Oh yes, definitely. Uh, so I myself is I'm a, I'm a retro game lover. I collect video games myself, so I have a lot of. I have a room in my house uh, full of uh, video games and old consoles and such. So do and I. <laughs> so we are among <laughs> friends, among <laughs> equals now. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so I really really love the '90s arcade games, like since forever. Those are my favorites, like. Uh, and uh, one of my favorite games ever in, in arcades was uh, Three Wonders, which uh, I don't know if you know it, but it was super popular in Spain. It's three yeah. games in one from mm -hmm. Capcom. So it had like an uh, adventure game, which was called uh, Midnight Wanderer or something like that. I don't know if I said it correctly. Okay. Midnight Wanderer. And then there was a shooter game, which was called Chariot. And there was the third game, which was called Don't Pull. 
Uh, which oh. had nothing to do with with the other two. It looks like uh, they were making uh, games for uh, for arcade, and then suddenly it was like, well, we have a bit of space here in the, <laughs> you know, on the board. What can we do with it? I just put the game in there, whatever. This old game, check that <laughs> yeah, in. Just put it in. So then, don't pull. Actually, the the other two, uh, they are like, uh, yeah, fantasy games, and don't pull is a, yeah, it's a game. It's, it's basically. My game is a game about pushing blocks, and uh, I think it's based on Pengo, probably. And uh, it's all cute and rabbits and pink and, you know. So, <laughs> yeah. So then when, uh, basically, when the, fast forward, when the, when the Switch came out, I was talking with some friends, and we were like, you know, it would be very cool to make a game for Switch, right? And we were discussing, like, what would we do? And suddenly we remember, like, hey, Nobody made a remake of Don't Pull. Like it was like the forgotten game in, in there. Because right. everybody played everybody played the other two because the other, the other two <laughs> the other two were great. I mean, let's just face it. <laughs> so but it's not that Don't Pull was bad. It's that it I don't think it got the recognition it, it deserves because it was fu- a fun game also. Mm-hmm. So we thought, hey, why not? Yeah, nobody did really a, a lot of uh, remakes of it. So why why not we do it for uh, why don't we do it for the Nintendo Switch? And that's how it came out, basically. How long ago did you start developing exactly? Uh, this game? From the idea to start developing, mm-hmm. it took us maybe like a year because at first, uh, well, I had another job, basically. Uh, that was the one paying the bills, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm a, I'm a developer. I was doing mobile apps and I was doing mobile apps for banks and uh, fintech and boring stuff, and, uh, but paid well. So, yeah, at the beginning, it was more like an idea and we were doing it a bit on the side and, you know, as a hobby and such. But, uh, yeah, after a while, my contract ended where I was and I, yeah, I didn't really know what to do. And my boyfriend suddenly told me, yeah, you know, why don't you just do whatever you want to do, which is the idea of your game for the Nintendo Switch. And it has been always a dream of mine doing a game for a Nintendo console. So my boyfriend said, hey, yeah, you know, you're not very happy doing what you are doing right now, like working for a bank or, or a, well, in that, in that time it was not really a bank, but uh, similar to it. So I was like, yeah, you're right. So yeah, he was like pushing me out <laughs> for it. And then that's when I really started working on it for real. Wow. That's, so have you done any game development at all before that? I mean, how, yeah, how yeah, yeah. You, I did. How I did. did you suddenly, so what, what were you doing before this? You know, it, was it just hobby stuff? Yeah, well, a long, 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 long time ago, I'm, I'm old, so, so long time ago, like, I don't know, like 12 or 13 years ago, I cannot even remember, but a really long time ago, I was doing uh, video games in a studio, video games for Nintendo DS, a small studio in Spain, and uh, yeah, that was actually great. And then, yeah, afterwards that ended because the studio was kind of small and they really had financial trouble at some point. And uh, yeah, that was a pity. And then from then on, I was having other jobs, uh, developing also, but uh, I always had games as a hobby on the side, always. Like I did a lot of game jams and, uh, and yeah, just for fun doing mini games here and there. But professionally, I did that uh, some games for the Nintendo DS that time. Ah, okay. Well, that would be an interesting question later on. I can ask you what you've done beforehand, but we'll get back to that. We'll get back to that. No um, problem. Okay. What have you? So you decided to release this on the Switch, but it's actually coming out on PC first. Is there yes. any reason for that? 
Yeah, well, the main reason right now why it is coming uh, in PC first is because all this corona stuff happening around the world is having an impact on, the, on, on well, it's delaying all the releases of games. Not only mine, but everybody having uh, issues. So along with my marketing partner, uh, we decided to go for first releasing in PC and later on releasing in consoles. So, well, actually, the original idea was PC and Xbox and then Switch and PlayStation 4, but uh, it's not entirely sure that that's going to happen, depending on how much it delays with, uh, with Xbox and the rest. Right, So, but the plan is to, to obviously definitely do PC and Switch yes. are the main two. Yeah, yeah, those are my main two platforms, definitely, yes. And also, yes, just to put you a bit, because maybe you and the people who uh, listen to this doesn't really know how it works, the, the, the problem and why there are delays in uh, consoles but not in Steam because Steam reviews the game but it's very fast. They just check a couple of things and that's it. However, consoles review the games and uh, you need to send the game and then they have to review it by hand and it can take up to one or two months, well, usually a month. It can take up to a month to, for them to uh, approve uh, wow. your game to be able to sell in their platform. So it really takes a while. Actually, the game right now, as you could see, it is ready in all the on all the platforms. Absolutely. But we are waiting for uh, for approvals and uh, all of that. So so it's not that we can. So with Steam, basically, you can upload the build and then they review it, and it's quite fast. And then you press the button, you sell it. That's it. With the console, unfortunately, it's not that straightforward. Right. Okay. That's well. I mean, that's why Steam is leading the way, isn't it? I mean, to have that sort of quick review system and the ease of distribution, they're just that's why they're on top. Yeah, well, Steam uh, also has the other advantage is that uh, the millions of people and that you don't really, I mean, everybody has a PC, right? I mean, uh, for the consoles, you need a dev kit to test your stuff. And right. to get your dev kit, also, they need to approve you. <laughs> so it's also not straightforward. <laughs> not oh, everybody God. can, no, no. So basically how, how it went for me and well, how it goes for every developer is that you need to pitch your game to the console manufacturers, so Nintendo, Sony, and Microsoft, and they need to say yes or not. And I know a lot of people got a no from Nintendo because right now Nintendo is quite picky. So Yes. Well, they are quite picky in any case. Not right now. It's just, that's how Nintendo is forever, but <laughs> no news yeah. in there. But, but this seems perfect for Nintendo. Yeah, indeed. I mean, indeed. This could easily be produced by Nintendo. The, the level of the quality of final build you've got here is it's phenomenal. It's, it feels like a huge studio has produced this. Wow, thank you so much. We are a tiny studio. It's not only me, though. Eh? It's, uh, it's, not, it's not only me doing it. We are more yeah, people. So, who, so who are the, who, who are the um, Resistance Studio? Who, who works there? So Resistance Studio right now is six people. Uh, we started only four, but uh, we increased. <laughs> we, we grew a bit in, in this time, a tiny bit, but hey. So right now, uh, we are shared in between three countries. We are two people in Spain, two people here in the Netherlands, and two people in Canada. And uh, yeah, the, so there is one musician and one uh, uh, game designer who is uh, your friend who made the enemies that you like so much. <laughs> Oh, yeah, the one I need to have words with. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So that's uh, Jose Ramon Garcia is the musician, also known as Bibiki in the, in the internet. Aha, okay. And uh, he's a really good musician, so all the sound effects and all the music is from him. 
Yeah, spot then, on. Uh, so, yeah, so that's uh, hello, BBG from here. <laughs> that's, uh, <laughs> then there is uh, Julio Romacho, which is uh, the game designer. He is he, uh, not only a game designer for video games, uh, but he is a producer in another uh, studio uh, right now in Spain. And uh, okay. But yeah, so he, he, I am the only one who works full time in this, and unfortunately, and uh, we hope we can go all of us full time on this. So the others also have other projects, but Julio also has published uh, board games. So he really has a lot of experience doing game design in general. Right, and uh, okay. you can, I think you can notice very well that all the levels are really well uh, designed and, and, and really taken care of a lot of things. Yeah, they're, they're frustratingly good, aren't they? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so he has done the level design and enemy design and all, all, yeah. all all game design in general, and then yeah. uh, and then it's me uh, and uh, Marnix Arnold. Uh, we are the two developers. Marnix, uh, he was working in Guerrilla Games. He worked in Killzone Two, for example. Oh, that's and, cool. Uh, yeah, and uh, well, he has joined me at the end, uh, not full time either. So he has been joining me uh, like one day per week, helping me with the release and. Uh, because at the end I was uh, doing too many things and I uh, didn't have time to. Yeah, that's just classic too bad. indie dev. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like I really have to take care of so many things. So I'm very happy that he could join me. <laughs> and uh, well, he's my boyfriend, by the way. So, <laughs> so Aha, I'm very go. very happy that he could join me. And uh, <laughs> yeah, and uh, that, and then there are the two uh, designers, which is uh, Kerry Lake. And uh, Joe Pendon, they both are uh, the designers of, uh, so uh, the, the, the pixel artists, so to speak. And uh, they have done design for the enemies and for the UI and for uh, all of that. And uh, I think they are fantastic. They really, really check it out. Check, check, please check them out uh, in Twitter or, or in uh, yep. search for them because they really have super nice pixel art, both. They, I think, and they are super nice to work with also. So recommended, highly recommended. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, we'll leave links to them in the show notes as well, uh, so we can follow them. And yeah, you're right; the the pixel art is beautiful, and the the color schemes are lovely. I mean, I'm I'm struggling to find something to sort of uh, <laughs> uh, to criticize in this game because everything is so well polished. I mean, the the, the audio is fantastic; the sound effects are great. Um, as I said, I hate the level designer because it's uh, I died so much. Um, but uh, <laughs> I think I, I think I called it like the cute Dark Souls. Uh, yeah, we can call it. it like that if you want. I like it, <laughs> cute Dark Souls. Uh, but I, yeah, again, for the two and a half hours I was playing it, I absolutely loved it. I didn't even notice it was two and a half hours, and I'm dying to play it again now. So, well, um, thank you so much. Really, really, thank you. It really, yeah, it really makes me feel very good with that we did this big effort during this yeah year and a half, two years, and then. Is now kind of paying off just by hearing these comments. Thank you so much. Yeah, well, that's it's, again. I'm having all the pleasure here. I'm to get to play awesome games. So this is this is fantastic. Um, so for people who haven't seen the game, again, without making comparisons, um, on a screenshot, it kind of looks like Bomberman. That's what you're looking at. You've got a you've got a square grid with blocks that move with a few. Uh, like I say, yeah, we got bomb. You got a few bombs in this, but we, we even have bombs. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I know it sounded, it sounded very much like Bomberman, but but it really isn't. Um, and the fact that you have like different coloured blocks that give you different 
rewards if you line them up into threes. So you get you get diamonds for lining three up in a row. You get bombs for lining a different three up in a row, um, et cetera, et cetera. So it does feel totally different. Once you start playing, it it stops feeling like Bomberman. We we wanted to we wanted to do the feel of the classic arcade. So that's Bomberman. Yes. So we got inspiration and in all of those. Uh, we got inspiration from Bomberman. We got inspiration from. This is a homage for from uh, Don Pool, as I told you. So that's the yeah. main uh, inspiration of the game. But we wanted to not make a clone of Don Pool. We wanted to really uh, get inspired by all the games that we really liked when we were uh, kids. You know. So yeah. that's uh, Bomberman is among them, but also Snow Bros, Tumble Pop. I, I don't know how popular they were in the UK, but th- th- those were like big, in, like really, really big in mm-hmm. Spain. Every every kid of my age, I'm 35 now, but every kid that was back then, let's say 10, 12, will know about Snow Bros uh, and Tumble Pop and all of those, and Bomberman, of course. So we yeah. wanted to take a bit from every of them. Yeah, well, it's again, it's... So good, so good. Uh, <laughs> Thank you so um, much. <laughs> uh, okay, so um, uh, you've also added. Sorry, so there's how many levels are there, uh, or I'd say levels because there's like is there ten levels in each zone? Is that right? Yes. So there are five different worlds, and every world, as you could see, and uh, as people can see in the stream, is uh, themed. And then yep. every every world has ten levels plus a boss fight, and. Every in the in every world there is one stage that is different, which is the puzzle stage uh, that, that mm. you also saw. That's the one that doesn't have any time, and yes. that you have. Uh, usually, there are a couple of ways to solve the puzzle. Oh, but uh, yeah, so I was, I was you, struggling to find one. Yeah, well, it, the the <laughs> thing with the puzzle stages is that it's not obvious, but it's very rewarding when you figure out and it's like ah, so that's how you do it. But yeah. but there are different ways, so you don't you are not supposed to get uh, stuck in there. You cannot get stuck in there. So and, and yeah, some different people play different ways. So we wanted to give the people yeah, different ways to solve it than only just one. So. Yeah, but it really, it, it's actually really nice because it really breaks up the gameplay, doesn't it? Because you do a few levels of like the standard game and then you have the, um, again, each level is timed usually, uh, yes. which is another, another panicky moment that I keep suffering with. Um, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> completing half the levels with zero seconds to go and then you hit these these puzzle levels about halfway through where it makes you stop and then you get a chance to actually stop look around think about the game a bit more so it's actually really nice that it sort of slows you down a little bit um and gives you something different to think about yeah we wanted to give a bit of variety other than just uh, the, the pure action levels which are just uh, well what you saw just push blocks kill monsters next level Mm-hmm. So we wanted to give a bit of variety, and that's why we introduced this puzzle stage. We we were testing the game uh, at the very beginning with one of the very early prototypes, and we just put one one of these stages and uh, kind of puzzly, not not exactly the one that we have now, but uh, kind of puzzly. And and we saw that people really enjoyed that that uh, change of rhythm, so to speak. Yes. So we thought oh, that's a good idea, idea to keep uh, in the final game. And also the bosses. I, for me, the bosses were like a mandatory. I like big bosses. In, yeah, in that, is, that games. is my next. That is my next. <laughs> my next question. I absolutely love the boss levels in this. I think it's a great idea. Yeah, I thank you. That. I really. I think. I. I think. That, I don't know whose idea was it. Probably from Julio because he's the guy with the ideas. <laughs> but I thought. <laughs> I think we all in the team were totally agreeing on like yes, this this is it. We really need to to do this like that. 
Yeah, because it's a hard game to fit a boss level in, isn't it? Because yeah, it's not a standard. It's not a standard like battle mechanics because you're you're in like a grid square. It's like how how do I fight someone in here? But you've done it really well. Um, yeah, yeah. So so basically, also what we do with the bosses is that every uh, world has uh, two different kinds of enemies that are unique of that world. So there is. Uh, um, for example, the jetties that you saw in the second world that they go oh. and punch a, <laughs> those They're bastards that, that destroy. Oh. <laughs> yes, I know. Just about, I know. just about to kill him with a block and he just melts the block away. Yeah, in front there of you go. They just God punch and melt the block. So <laughs> there, there is uh, those two enemies that are specific of that world. And then there is the, the beam guy that you love and then the wheel. <laughs> and the wheelies, yeah. <laughs> there, there you go. <laughs> but, but the boss of the level of the sorry of the world is the one who has the mechanics of the two enemies the two unique ones so first you introduce to the player to those mechanics so the jetty mechanic of the destroying mm -hmm. the the melting the blocks yeah. and then the boss does it also so then it's familiar to you but of course the boss does also other stuff like punching the floor or whatever to yeah. bring the blocks yeah but throwing blocks on your head yeah that got me a loss yeah, yeah, <laughs> but you, you, there is a shadow in there. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, but it's target fixation. I'm like, oh, shouldn't stand there, and it's the only square I can now stand on. Too bad, <laughs> bump. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So the bosses are fan I, Yeah, I love the bosses. They're a fantastic addition. Um, yeah, actually, I really like them too. I, I also the design of the boss, big thing in the screen, and doing some other stuff other than just walking in the grid, and I, I really like it too. Yeah, good. I, I agree. Fantastic. Um, okay, so do you have any? Do you have any plans for a follow-up game to this, or maybe a completely separate game? Have you decided what you're going to do? Um, I am not entirely sure what we're going to do. I would love to add more content to the game. I would really because we really have more ideas for it. But that will depend a bit on how well it performs, of course, because I. Unfortunately, uh, this is my main job right now, and I have a mortgage to pay. To pay, so yeah. <laughs> so I, I, unfortunately, I need money. So it will depend a bit on. Uh... <laughs> yeah, but but definitely, we really want to do something else with Pushy and Pulley because I think the characters are too cute to not do it. So uh, so probably we will do something with it. But we, we really need to see how this uh, goes. I, uh, our idea is continuing to do arcade games because uh, we really like it, all of us. And uh, we yep. really like pixel art and such. And uh, hopefully that uh, sells enough, let's say, to, to keep doing this. Millions. Well, millions would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I, again, I would be shocked. The only reason people would not buy this is if they haven't seen it. I don't understand why you would. If you like this pixel art, arcade classic style game i don't know why you wouldn't buy this well I, well i don't know either because actually this is <laughs> this is something i like so i cannot I'm, I'm not objective in this no <laughs> of course say. not no but i am i absolutely am so um and this does feel it, it these characters and this sort of um what's the word i'm looking for uh, it does feel like a franchise if you know what i mean it does feel like there could be many games in this series that we, we will definitely like to maybe expand. That's one of the possibilities. I think it would be nice if we could do Pushy and Pulley in something else. Actually, when when we were uh, developing yeah. the game and uh, when we got the design for the map, so the map that you see when you change worlds, 
oh, which yes. I absolutely adore. I know, so do I. <laughs> it's very nice. So when, when I saw it, that was uh, Kerry doing it in this case. Uh, Kerry gave it to me and I was like, wow, this is so cool. I would love to do Pushy and Pulley Land. Like, like you yes. know, like Mario World. Mario, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, totally agree. Or I'm Pushy and Pulley Wall. I don't know how to call it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that yeah, kind of uh, thing. Push and Pulley in space. Just visit yeah. planets. Yeah. So, something, some, something more platformy than, uh, or, or something like it, I don't know. I want to do something with that map, <laughs> other than yeah. that. Yeah, definitely. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, what, I'm going to when you do your next game, I'm going to send you a list of nightmare enemies to create, just so I can get some revenge. Please do, please do. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I love again all the enemies. They're, they're all got their own characters as well. You can tell straight away who they are, the different styles. Um, I just love it. I mean. You're definitely not paying me for this, by the way, if anyone's listening. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> this may well be the most biased interview ever, um, but it's it's so good, so good. Um, release date. When is the official release date? So the official release date for Steam is uh, May the 5th. Uh, oh, I could have been May the 4th, now that I think of it. Oh, no. What a missed opportunity. <laughs> it is, but that day is busy, so you're all right. No, but it has to be made the fifth. So uh, because well, marketing wise, that made sense. So uh, yeah, that's the that's the official date. We okay. don't have a date yet for consoles. As I told you, we are waiting for a certification process and such. And it it will be probably probably or hopefully uh, in May also. But oh, okay. uh, it may delay a bit more to June. But it will be soon, soon, soon after the, the PC release. Okay, yeah, because this is absolutely perfect for the Switch, isn't it? I mean, yes, it, I know you designed it for the Switch, and you can tell. Yes, it's yes, perfect. It's a perfect Switch game. We, we really um, wanted, we really wanted also a game because the what triggered this idea with this game was that I saw the Switch and I saw it has two Joy Cons, so there are two players with one console already. So you, you, yeah. The console has two controllers already. Tiny controllers, that's true, but still yeah. two controllers. <laughs> so, so we thought, wow, we really need to do something cooperative. And we are very, very fan, specifically, I am very, very fan of, uh, for example, Overcook, which I think is a fantastic game. The game yep. design is incredible also. I shout so much to my boyfriend, really. Like, <laughs> cut the audio, cut the audio! Like, really, it's... So good. <laughs> like, yeah, I can shout at you. Like, it's just perfect. But uh, unfortunately, I think uh, Overcook was a something like Overcook will be a bit big for our team, and, and uh, that given the situation that we this is our first game as a team and such. So, but but we wanted to do something with that kind of feel of cooperation mm. and stuff. So that's that's why we and, and the switch is perfect for that. I mean, it's just absolutely. Uh, but it scales really well as well. I mean, it's not just saying this is not. Don't think you're getting like a little switch game here. It runs perfectly fine, full screen, 1080p on a PC. As I was playing on stream last night, you, know, you wouldn't know it was a switch game. So, no, no, no. We wanted it to to be fine everywhere. Yeah, uh, I actually was testing the game in a 5K screen, so, so and it was oh, wow. okay. So, yeah. Wow. When's it when's was... VR? When's VR pushing and pulley coming out? <laughs> Yeah. Imagine then that, turning around, seeing the wheel. That would be cool. That would be cool. No. Instead of pixels, voxels. It would be super <laughs> That'd cool. That would be a actually. nightmare. <laughs> but imagine like 3D wheelies coming. Like, I don't know. Yeah, that would it would, it'd be hilarious. That would be absolutely hilarious. <laughs> That's your next project. Come on. Well, I get yes. the idea. Eh? I, I take note. 
what uh, engine is this built on? Of interest. Ah, uh, this is Unity. This is Unity 3D. Unity. Huh? Okay. So yeah, I, I chose Unity because well, I I wanted to choose something that was supported in the console, like that didn't give me any problems when making the ports, mm -hmm. and it was that tackled down to Unity or Unreal back in that time, and uh, Unreal is very good engine, but it is better for 3D than 2D and for 2D stuff. Well, I don't know what, how it is right now, but when I started developing the game, uh, in that moment, Unity was a bit better for 2D than Unreal. And sure. That's why I chose uh, Unity. Well, yeah, clearly a good choice. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it delivers. <laughs> it, it delivers what it promised. So Absolutely. Happy with it. Um, okay, so what? Um, just a couple more questions. Have you, have you thought about launching this on itch.io, or is this just going to be Steam only? Uh, no, it's not going to be Steam only. It probably be on other stores however i cannot confirm yet uh, which stores because right. we are still uh, yeah in talks with uh, other distributors and stuff so okay so it's worth keeping it, it may be in each io it may be but i cannot confirm right now. sure okay that's fine that's fine um so is there anything that you wanted to you know cover about the game that we we sort of haven't gone over at all um is there any um any storyline stuff you wanted to get into or or any Anything we've missed? Uh, don't think so. Uh, no, I think that's it. Well, uh, we, we can... Uh, we didn't mention, but the game has uh, online leaderboards in every platform. So that, oh, that's, yes. So yes, that, uh, well, you have the high score table, of course, which is like the classical high score table for uh, arcade games. Mm -hmm. That is uh, top 10 local. And uh, you can enter three letters of your name, like classical arcade games. So yes, that yep, I, yep. we wanted to have that because we wanted to have the the feel of the arcades of the old arcades. You yeah. know, the fact that you have to scroll down the letters as well, I love. Yes, yes, I, I that was uh, that that was such a great idea with the scrolling. And stuff. So that yeah, I really yeah. love it. But then uh, we wanted to also give a bit of a modern uh, twist to that because nowadays everything is online, right? So that's why we added online leaderboard. For, uh, for every platform. Eh? They, it, that is in uh, Steam, that is in, uh, in PlayStation 4, in uh, Switch, and in uh, Xbox. And you have, in the online ones, you have the online top 10 ranking, and then you have the, the your friends ranking. So oh, the, okay, so that really is a global leaderboard of all the platforms. Not, yes. Not uh, oh, wow. No, 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 no. It's a global leaderboard oh. per platform. Per platform, so, okay. Unfortunately, you cannot mix. Uh, I was going to say, how the hell have you done that? No, no. Unfortunately, so. I, that would have meant that I have to host my own leaderboard in my own servers, and that would have been for <laughs> messy. So no, it is yeah. it is per platform, but it's global. Right. It's, it's That's worldwide. Good. That's less people for me to try and beat. That's what I need. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And then also another thing that uh, that, that we didn't uh, mention or uh -huh. you didn't see. Well, I think you saw it. There are achievements, and that includes Switch. Oh, yes, I did see the achievement. Actually, I did get, I did get a few. Yes, you got. Uh, I don't remember which one, but the one. Not many. Uh, some, some of them you got them already. Well, I got the, I got the uh, complete the level after the timer runs out. <laughs> ah, yeah. Well, there, there are, the list of achievements is quite cool. There are some hidden ones, and uh, it's, it's quite fun. It's, it's, it's quite fun, yeah. uh, and and we put the achievements uh, so. Of course, uh, Steam has its own achievements, so there is a local version of the achievements uh, with the game, 
but it synchronizes with the Steam achievements and uh, right. with PlayStation achieve, uh, trophies, sorry, not achievements, and then in the, with Xbox okay. achievements. But Switch doesn't have the platform achievements, but we wanted to also give the experience to the Switch players because I think it's so bad that Nintendo doesn't do that. I mean... Weird. Yes, but, so Switch is shipping with the local achievements, so that's uh, at least there is something. Okay, that's good, yeah, something to aim for. It gives you a bit of replayability as well, doesn't it? Knowing yeah, yeah. I, I do. I personally like to complete uh, games with achievements. Maybe not 100% depending on the game. It's nice, you know, to have something to work for. So we yeah. thought that. Oh, uh, I like that as well. I just can never get 100% on anything. So no, yeah. I pretend I don't like them. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I know what you mean because it's. <laughs> so, but at least to have some of them, I like the Manan tools. I think it's something that, that, that gives a bit of replayability indeed. And then something that you also didn't see. Uh, so there is this level selector. I'm not sure if you saw it or not. I can't remember exactly. So you oh yeah. I did, no, no, did. I did. I did see you level did. selector. Yeah. So once you've done, once you've done a world, you can then jump to the start of the world, can't you? Yeah. Uh, once you have completed a world, that world gets unlocked completely, and the next world unlocks the first stage. Ah. So okay. when you complete the first world, for example. Then you get uh, the first world completely unlocked, so you can start oh. in any of the stages, and and nice. then you will get the first stage of the second world until you complete the second world that will unlock the whole the whole world. Right. Event okay. And so so, so on. that's how that's how because I was thinking some of the achievements are um, uh, spoilers here. Some of the achievements are uh, get three stars because you, you get a rate a rating, don't you? At the end of each level, yeah, you do, yeah, yeah. You get a, there's a three star rating. Um, yeah, you've got to Correct. try and achieve. Yeah, to unlock the diamonds and the bombs. Yeah, well, so the, the way the way the three stars will work, and I'm gonna spoil it, but okay, I will, I will uh, exclusively Whoa. for your podcast. I'm gonna spoil Whoa. how explain how the three rate the three star rating works. Okay, oh, like so there is a uh, one star that you get for finishing the level, so that's like uh, the courtesy star, let's call it, <laughs> and then. You will get another star when you get a lot of points. Uh, it really depends on the level, but it's, you really need to do combos to get it. And another star that you will get if you do finish the level in less than the half of the time. So to get the three stars, oh, really? you need to do a lot of points in half of the time. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> right, but once, once you unlock the world, then you can go back to the stages that, uh, that are... Uh, yeah. that you were performing uh, less, so to speak. That, so if you have two, <laughs> two stars or one star only, you can replay it until you really get it. Yeah. Because once you get three stars, that's, so what you see in the level selector is your best rating, so to speak. Aha, okay. So what you're saying is that I need to start the whole game again. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, it was not that bad. I think, yeah. I think you can play it first to see how it is and then focus in replaying the ones to get the achievement, yeah. you know? Because there is, just, an achievement, yeah. there is an achievement to get all the three stars in a world, so one per world, and then there is an achievement to get the three stars in the whole game. So. Wow, yeah. That's, that's not going to be me, but I'll try my best. Yeah. <laughs> At least okay, it gives so, a bit of replayability. So that's, that's uh, a... It gives a lot. Absolutely does. Um, so where's the best place to find out about the game? Or, or you, or, or your studio? Yeah, so you can... Uh, we have a... Press kit right now in pushyandpulley.com. And that's where we have all the information, screenshots, and uh, release dates, and uh, everything. And we also have a Discord channel, which is a more direct channel to us. I'm always in there, and I am very, very happy to talk to everybody. 
and to receive feedback and whatever. And that's uh, discord.gg slash pushy and pulling all together. Okay. I don't think I've actually joined your Discord. I must do that. Sorry? I don't think I've joined your Discord. I know you didn't. I don't I'm think not... so. I'll do it. I'll do it after. That's fine. Just jump in. <laughs> I'll jump I'll in any time. We are, we are, uh, so it's not only me, we are all the Resistance Studio team in there. And uh, yeah, we are very happy to answer any questions or to, we usually in the Discord, in the, in the Discord server, we usually share information uh, that we, we, we share it before in the Discord than in the other media. So right. we have to eat there nice. and such, but the, we, and there are some things that I share with the Discord people and uh, that I don't share outside of the Discord. So there is exclusive things uh, happening oh. in there. Oh, I'm joining. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, yeah. So, so please do. And also, we were not anymore, of course, but until now, until some months ago, we were doing private betas in the Discord and uh, such. So awesome. we are uh, around 100 people. But I, so, yeah, I, if you are in the Discord, you will probably know before anybody was going to happen. Awesome. Yeah, and uh, we, we probably will do some uh, also, uh, you know, lotteries and uh, there, there's going to be more things happening because of okay. joining. Wonderful. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, okay, so, and, and you're very active on Twitter as well, aren't you? You seem to be pretty active there. Yes, yes, we are, uh, yes, we are quite active on Twitter, uh, Resistance Studio altogether, that's our account. Mm. And uh, we also have a Facebook and Instagram, so, but we usually share everything in the three networks. Instagram is more for images and stuff. So. Yes, yeah. Um, okay, wow. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Um, Likewise. And again, I absolutely loved the game, and I'm going to, I will edit the podcast now, but I may just try and do another level. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> just, uh, please enjoy it. I mean, uh, it's really, if you, if you want, uh, we can even play together one day or whatever. If you want to do that, that uh, we can also do we, it. We should do that. Yeah, I can frustrate. Yeah, when it's released, we'll, we'll do that. We'll do a, we'll do a, a, a dual stream. That, that could be fun, actually. So, yeah, yeah. for me, well, that, that, that could be fun. Will you be shouting at me? Yeah, absolutely. I can yeah, shout okay. at you if you want. Okay, I mean, yeah. I'm good at shouting, so that, that's okay. <laughs> Good. I want the authentic experience. Okay, I don't want but, to hold him back. But do you want insults or not? I mean, we have to. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's necessary. Okay, that's perfect. <laughs> that's cold. Okay, that'd be good. Okay, so when it's released, we'll do it. We'll do a live stream and we'll do some multiplayer uh, on Twitch. Yeah, that could be. That could be actually very fun if we could do that. Uh, yes, that'd be very good. Okay, awesome. Uh, well, again, like I said, thank you so much for joining me, um, and please, everybody, go and check this game out even if it's not it doesn't sound like the type of game you usually play you have to go and check this game out and just watch a couple of videos and i'm pretty convinced you'll be picking it up even if you didn't think you were going to let, let me tell you one more thing oh yeah when uh, regarding that uh one thing we have seen uh, showcasing the game in uh, in events well unfortunately there are not events now but last year for example yeah. we were in a lot of events gamescom uh, I don't know, a lot of them. And uh, bigger, smaller, everything that we have seen in all these events is that usually the game, uh, not everybody is attracted to the game because of uh, its pixel art and it's an arcade game. So, of course, not everybody likes those games. That's fine. That's totally fine. However, we saw some uh, curious things. Like, for example, it's a game that usually uh, couples like. So the girlfriend 
comes because it's a very cute game and it uh -huh. looks pink and cute and whatever. <laughs> so then the, the girlfriend comes and then it's like, oh, I want to try. And the boyfriend is like, yeah, I don't know, you know, <laughs> kind of game. You know, I prefer whatever. That's okay. That's totally fine. I also like other games, so that's fine. But then what happens is they start playing together and then the girlfriend gets frustrated or does or gets tired of it or whatever and then wants to, okay, that's enough. And the boyfriend, no, 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 no. Let me finish the boss now. <laughs> <laughs> so then usually usually what we have seen is that uh, people may not be that interested on it at, at, on a first sight, but once you once they try it, they really get hooked to it. Yeah. Because this is not... because the, the game yeah. is fun. Yeah, and this is not a casual game, is it? This is a full game, by the way. There's serious gameplay here and serious tactics and skills you've got to, to learn here. So don't think it's just a little cute little, you know, casual game you can just play. This is a proper game. Yeah, yeah, thank you. We, we really tried our best on, on having like an experience. Also, we've seen it works very well uh, with with kids playing with parents and, and uh, it's, it's, it's quite a lot of fun for... We, we've seen so many different players, uh, different kinds of players uh, playing. And also another uh, another thing that we've seen in the last uh, there was a Steam festival we were featured not so long ago it was uh, last month I think it was and uh, we were selected and we were featured so we had a demo a public demo and a lot of people tried and we've seen well I've seen the statistics and 83% uh, of the people who played the demo wishlisted the game there you go yeah so really Maybe the game doesn't look like your kind of game, but it really is fun. And it, at least what we have seen in all these events and all in this demo is that once you try it, you like it. Or once people try it, people like it in general. Yeah, I can totally understand why. Because again, first sight, even look at the screenshot, you think, ah, it's pink. Oh, there's yellow. Well, you know, there's... Yeah, yeah, I know. I can understand the feeling. <laughs> um, but yeah, but... I'm sure, I don't know, again, like I said before, I don't know who's disliking this game because it's, it's hard enough for real gamers to play, but it's nice enough for everybody to play. It's, it's kind of yes. very strange, isn't it? It's very weird. Yeah, and also because you haven't seen it in two-player mode, because in two-player it really gets way more fun. And of course, because it's a cooperative game, you help each other. So you can play with whatever. You can play with somebody who doesn't really have much experience playing. You can play with a kid. You can play with a, an adult. You can play two hardcore players together. So mm -hmm. it, it really works. It, it really does. Yeah. Well, I, can't, I can't wait to try the two-player. Absolutely can't wait. You will like it. I can, I can assure you. <laughs> and yeah, and again, you, if you do want to see the gameplay, um, I did record the live stream last night and I made a few clips. So if you want to head over to... to uh, my YouTube channel, I'll link that. Just watch me for five minutes. And there's <laughs> <laughs> uh, slight expletives and head-in-hand moments. So there's lots of that going on. So it's, it's fantastic fun. Please check it out. At least head to the, to the Steam page. Stick it on your wish list. Wish list? I can, I can never say wish list. That's always too hard. I, well, <laughs> sorry, I'm Spaniard. I mean, I can't even, I cannot say that. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it's your favourites. Um, and... Um, yeah, fantastic. Well, um, thank, thank you so much for having fun, for making the stream. It was amazing to see you playing. It was really, really a lot of fun. <laughs> thank you. While I was eating my sushi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> no, 
No, it, it really was a lot of fun and really, really thank you so much for doing this. It helps us a lot. My pleasure. Thank you again. And I'll, we'll, we'll do this, um, if you want to come back on the podcast, actually, once the uh, once you've released and it's been out in the world and you've got it out there, maybe we can jump back on and just do a follow-up and you can tell me how it's gone. And oh, that, that would be nice. That yeah. would be nice. I'm also a very transparent person. I really don't mind uh, sharing uh, any numbers or any anything that could help other, other indie. Yeah, I'm I mean, really, that'd be I really have yeah. no problem. If that is interesting, I will be happy to do it as much as I can because, of course, as you can understand, there are certain things I cannot share <laughs> for course, NDAs or whatever. But well, I really don't mind. Eh? I, if it performs bad, I don't mind saying it. If it performs well, I don't mind saying it. Yeah, well, that'd be, that'd be great. I mean, I think a lot of you know devs that listen, I think where well, they will enjoy hearing because all very well the build up is all exciting, isn't it? But sometimes it's not. It's not the full story, is it? It's nice to yeah. to understand what actually happened and any problems. That you, again, like after your release, you might have some ideas of what you do differently next time. Or definitely, you know, definitely. I I already know that will do different, but uh, because at the end, this is not only. So I am a I'm an software engineer. That's what I am by profession. I've been a software engineer for seventeen years. So I am a technical person. I, I don't. But this is a totally different game. I mean, I have to be doing business stuff that never in my life I have done before. <laughs> I, yeah, but yeah, but, but I, I don't know. I, I, so a of lot course. of things, a lot of things I've done that probably can be way better than uh, they were done. So definitely, if, I, if you want, we can uh, prepare a, a podcast uh, with, mm. yeah, my retrospective in the... I don't want to call it post-mortem because, you know, when you say post-mortem, <laughs> it just sounds like it went horribly wrong. And yeah, I'm, uh... I'm here broke and I lost my house and so on, you know? What's the, what's and the that's alternative not it. post-success? What's that mean? What's the... Uh, the yeah, I, I don't know. Um... I, in, in the software world, we call it retrospective. So that, yeah, we'll that. let's just call it like that. But we'll that. If, that, if you think that can help other devs, I'll be really happy to do it. I don't really well, know. I think that'd be really unique because I don't know... I don't know if you're a dev. I don't know where else you would hear people talking about their success and failures about a, a launch. I'm, you know, I'm not sure how many places there are that actually discuss that often. Because I'm yeah, sure some think... devs don't want to talk about it because, you know, if it doesn't work, it's quite yeah. hard. Well, there are some there are some uh, blog posts here and there, but usually it's like or a success story which goes very well. So think about Minecraft or whatever, like. Mm-hmm. That, that's not the case here not gonna happen or or a very bad story that it really went very bad but i think i or i hope we are not none of them i i hope we are somewhere in the middle like okay i'm not a manner of course, but we made certain money and okay that goes there are things that went bad and things that went well and that will that is more rare to find in blog posts or in youtube yeah. uh, things i think so i think so, so we'll, we'll try it well, hey we'll, we'll... We'll try it out. We'll um, we'll get you on. We can talk about all the mean things you called me in our two-player game, and <laughs> and you can tell me how it all went. Yeah, sure, no problem. Uh, I, as I said, I'm very very happy to to and very transparent. Uh, the same. If you are in Discord and you are curious, a lot of times I get the questions like how many people was listed in the Steam thing or how many. I I don't mind sharing data. That's totally fine. If that helps anybody, why not? Awesome. Well, that be the follow-up then. Perfect. Perfect. Best of luck with the launch. Um, I'll try and thank you so much. Share the head of it as much as I can. 
thank you very very much i will i will also share uh, i will share your channel and such because i really had a lot of fun watching you and now with the with this podcast thank you very much thank you and there we go what did i tell you what an awesome interview and again please make sure you head to the the links that i'll be providing in the show notes for this head over check the game out uh, wishlist it on steam all the same stuff as i say every week Please just help these developers get their game out there. And even if you don't think you're going to buy the game, just sharing their content is a massive help because we just need as many eyes on these games as possible. And that is the object of this podcast. So sharing this episode, sharing the devs' Twitter posts and YouTube videos, anything you can do to help is massively appreciated. We actually have a podcast review on iTunes this week, a new one. Uh, so thank you to Steve who left this review for me. Five stars. Awesome already. I love it. Thank you. And it says, how cool is this? Great shows, great chat and a great host. I didn't write this, I promise. Uh, I love the relaxed way he hosts. The guests always seem really at ease and the flow of the interview is perfect. Great listening. I look forward to the next instalment. It makes me want to buy and play these games now. So thank you very much, Steve. I appreciate it. And that goes to show that that is the object of this is to make people listen and want to go and buy these games. So thank you very much for the review. If you do want to leave a review for me, that would be hugely appreciated, as I say every week. Just head to iTunes. I think iTunes is the only place you can really leave reviews these days. So head to iTunes. The link is in the show notes. And leave a review if you please. Thank you. If you are a developer and you would like me to cover your game, probably the best place to find me is on Twitter. And that is just at IndieGamiacs. Or you can email me if you wish, indiegamex at gmail.com. And again, as always, thank you so much for all the support you've been giving me. I really hope you're enjoying these shows. And again, please send me any feedback that you've got or suggest any developers that you think I should get in contact with if you want to um, hear an interview with them. I'm, I'm always happy to listen to ideas and offers and whatever you guys and girls have got for me. So thank you again. Until next time, ciao for now. Bye.